ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the May 25th edition. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I said earlier on Twitter, and I mean it, today's bittersweet because uh, final day for Team Courier. We got the entire family in here. Jason Courier, of course, Marshall Sports Information Director. Uh, until uh, what time officially is it over? Is it officially over now? You or? know what? Actually, I think 4.30 p.m. is the end of the work day officially at Marshall University. Uh, okay. So it's 5.06, the start of the show. As I believe I'm, I'm on overtime right now, Paul. We don't get overtime. So I'm, I'm here off... I'm unemployed right now, Paul. You're unemployed. I mean, really? If you so me, that means you can just start spilling all the you know, beans. Actually, I take that back. I'm on the payroll for uh, right. I think of the way that works, right? With your with your vacation time you have left. So I'm on the payroll actually for the another month or something. Okay, so you can't break any secrets. I just can't yet. really. Any no. NDA I'll stuff? I'll be honest with you though. We were here yesterday, 45 minutes, with right? Athletic director Christian Spears, and I feel like he volunteered quite a bit you know so he's good at that i hope that continues uh, with your absence i hope that continues so and so to plug the paul swan twitter account for those of you who missed yesterday's show if you go to at paul swan i believe he tweeted the link to the show yesterday right he all of nearly all of the questions that you were at that you were that were submitted to you on twitter i feel like nearly all of them were addressed in some way shape or form so for any listeners who were curious what uh, Christian had to say to give an update on Thundering Herd Athletics, go to twitter.com slash Paul Swan. You're good at this. You're good it? at this. Uh, I think it? the only question we didn't get from him yesterday, I, it's probably on me, to really just say, hey, by the way, what's the end zone going to look like specifically? The party yeah. deck. The party deck. <laughs> uh, you know, I, and he would be best to speak to this. He certainly could probably in more detail the next time you have him on. Right. I can tell you that's, that's still – that's still on the, on the what do you call it, the drawing board, right? right the wrecking ball is yeah. not going down next yeah, week yeah. to knock that end <laughs> no, zone down. No, By the way, um, you knew that once I heard the erector set was going down, I would right. be the happiest human being in Huntington. Right, right. I, it, for those listeners who may not know, um, over the years I may or may not have been on the other end of uh, various text messages. Um, I was the text line before the text line. You were. Occasionally. You were. You know? and, uh, the laptop is open during the show when, you know, <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> sometimes giving a constructive feedback. Sometimes it was less constructive, you know. But I don't the, think it was bad. No, it was never bad. It wasn't bad. It was, it was just. I've seen some of your texts <laughs> to other people. I really was never on the bad end of never, it. Never, 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 you know. But, uh Again, and I'm going to say this probably several times here today, but uh, thank you again for all of your coverage um, for the 11 years that, I, that I've been here, you know, for uh, not just football and men's basketball, but for all of our sports. That's something that is not lost on me. That's something that I've reminded our coaches and staff numerous times when we talk about uh, media opportunities in our, in our market, and, um, and a big part of that is the drive. And uh, so, again, want to thank you for all the guests you've had, all the guests you're going to have, and uh, we will uh, do the be- do our best to, to keep track and uh, keep updated. So I'll be, I guess, uh, here in a few weeks, be booking some Tulane guests as well. Is that going to be know, a new role just, mean, to, just to show how effective you are in uh, in your job? If you think that there's a market for that, that uh, some people in the Big Easy want to uh, want to come on uh, the, the in the tri-state area right here on the – the uh, Kindred Communications family of stations. So I'm happy to make that happen. You know, I uh, want to. I don't think we have a student athlete 
from this area. I'll have to do more, uh, take a deeper dive into the rosters. But uh, if that is the case, I promise you, if so, if any of the tri-state uh, student athletes make their way down to the Big Easy and Tulane University, they will make an appearance, at least at least a few, on this very program. So Jason Corris with this Marshall Sports Information Director. He's got his family here today. Uh, yep. He's got Gaff right here on the microphone. Now, yep. uh, if you don't know, if you haven't followed over the years, Gaff is sort of an Internet superstar because he's at almost every single Marshall event. He's been maybe the unofficial mascot of herd athletics for a long time. Also, he has been telling so many jokes. Is that is that going to continue? Are you going to up your game when you get into the Big Easy? You know, we've kind of gotten out of the joke game. No have, more jokes, Gaff? Have we not? We kind of have, I have to say. Um, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. That's, That's okay. Right. You know, a lot of people in this building don't know what they're doing That's either. all right. You know, uh, would you um, – how many of sporting events, Gaff, do you think you've been to – in your lifetime here in the Huntington Tri-State area? I would say about a few hundred. A few hundred. Let's, let's appeal. Yep, we've, we've gone to the boss. Um, Just a few hundred? We've gone to the boss. A I, few hundred sounds about right, maybe. I think know? it's been more than that. I don't know. I know softball is, you know, adds uh, numerous games. So Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's been – certainly as, as he has gotten older and mm-hmm. he's playing – sports himself and of course now school is in the picture that kind of cuts into the attendance to some degree yeah um but we've done our best i feel like we've done our best to support again as many sports as we, as, as we can here all, all sports at marshall pretty much um this was a big deal for you and the family to be not just this is not just a job when you got here because how old are you now gaff you're nine nine yeah that's um he was born here. He was born here, he was yeah. Born here at Cabell Huntington Hospital, um, July nineteenth, twenty twelve. You know, and uh, and yeah, so it was a it was a big deal. Uh, certainly, moving. Uh, we spent four years. Uh, Kim and I spent four years at Ohio University, um, fall of two thousand seven to spring twenty eleven, and um, you know, moving here, the chance to um, chance to, to work to work with a bigger staff certainly, uh, and. Uh, with a with a conference USA certainly that was rip roaring at the time you know, and uh, it was a no brainer for me certainly and um, I just you know through eleven years here you've, we've seen so much right we saw all those bowl games all those bowl victories uh, winning the twenty fourteen conference USA championship and of course you know Paul we won a national championship here at Marshall University. You know, in and, soccer, in men's soccer, and you know, you're an alum. You know, I, I, I got, and I want to get your take on this, right? So, if let me ask you this: Did you think? Now, I know you you would watch this win. You'd watch Marshall University win national championships, right, in football in 1992, 1996. Yep. Right, I was the, there at the FCS level in the stadium. You know, um, but at the right the highest level, the you know the highest level of any sport. Did you think it would ever happen here? You know, Marshall, not right away right not right away because i knew it would be difficult in football mm-hmm. and basketball those are going to be always difficult because it's so competitive and you have to be perfect and when you're at marshall's level you have to be perfect and then some to even get into the conversation look at cincinnati everything that the bearcats had to do to get into the the conversation yep. and so 
the other sports you think okay maybe you have a chance tennis you know yep. tennis has been successful over the years you you think maybe there's a shot there golf's a small roster you're right, right. You also have softball, which has been very good for years. So, okay, maybe there's a chance there. But men's soccer, you think, no, this this isn't the sport. And then you see what a brand-new facility yep. brought to that program, revitalized it, recreated yep. it. Then you bring in a top-level coach to take over. And next thing you know, Huntington has a passionate soccer fan base now because – here is something that we've seen. Marshall can be really good if the right circumstances present themselves and you know you, you put the support into it. Hey, Marshall can be good at a lot of things. Soccer is just an example of that. Right. And, and I think I know when I got here, right, there was a Sam Hood Field, right? Mm-hmm. And the indoor, the Chris Klein Indoor Athletics Complex um, did not exist yet. And so Sam Hood Field was, was in that space. And I remember when I got here in 2011 and seeing that facility and – just in Sam Hood and I talked about that. He was in our office after we won the national championship last year. Um, it was kind of it was kind of interesting and cool to talk to Sam Hood about Sam Hood Field, you know. And I just said, I said, Sam, like, you know, no offense, but when I got here to to see where we where we were when I got here in the fall of 2011 to then winning the, the national title ten years later, like it's it's amazing, you know. And, and as you said, Paul, you know, uh, finding the right coach, um, you know, with with Chris Grassy and and who had the right contacts and certainly the, the growth that we've seen in that program and I taught when I I made sure to call every head coach before the Tulane news came out I um, and I think maybe you and I've talked about this I am a firm believer in you know as much communication as possible it grinds my gears to to know in when people just leave jobs and they don't say people you've worked with maybe for a decade or more who just leave and don't say anything, no bye, no handshake, not even a text, not even an email, just poof, they're gone one day. And I, I vowed, I think I told Kim several times, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to leave here, but if I do, I'm going to get in front of as many people as possible. And um, I was able to do that. Now, I didn't bet a thousand, but I made my best effort to do that. And so, But one of the things I did before that news came out is I wanted to make sure I called every head coach um, just to, you know, Give them the, give them the the news before they heard it elsewhere. And uh, I was able to do that. And when I called Chris, you know, I said, Chris, man, um, thanks for everything you've done for us. I said, but Chris, you brought us a national championship at Marshall, you know. And he said, I know. He said, uh, I'm just sad you're not gonna be around for the next one. You know, <laughs> like, like, nice. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I hate the fact you're not gonna be here for the next one. And that, and that typifies who he is, right? That's that's his approach. And like, like when he says that, sure, he says that to get a chuckle, but he's dead serious. Make no mistake. And then you know, I know uh, you know, uh, former athletic director Mike Hamrick talked about that, you know, when he was here. Like that was you know, that's what he said when he hired him, you know, was like I think it might take us this amount of time to get to, you know, the college cup and but I think we can probably win it this year. And so he he knew. I don't know that how many outside of his, you know, nucleus knew, but he knew, uh, Chris did. Uh, what, where the program was headed, and what, uh, what we were going to see here, and uh, he made a believer out of me, man. It, he did, and um, all credit goes to him um, and his student athletes, uh, some of whom my family's grown really close to over the years. You know, again and again, for for those fans, for those listeners, maybe who haven't been to a, a soccer game, 
a men's or women's soccer game this year. You know, the facility is such a you can get, you can get right there behind the benches now. We moved those benches over across the field, and, and our our benches are right there in front of the main grandstand. Um, and you know, you can get you can get right there. And certainly, if as we were coming back out of COVID, right? COVID kind of threw a wrench mm-hmm. into that. But it's a great atmosphere, and it's great for families. And so I think uh, you know, my family, Gaff and my wife Kim, we've gotten to know those student athletes um, really closely, and so. Um, that's part of what makes this difficult, right? Is that, you know, yeah, they're, they've graduated, some of them, they've, they're going home, but, and so we're leaving when they're not, but like, it's, um, you know, it's all part of the relationships that you've built here. And that's, and that's been a big, big part for us. The big one I'm guessing is going to be Tony Kemper and the Marshall women's basketball yeah. team. We've, Tony and I have talked, I've joked with him, you know, first of all, you know, what, what's going on here? You're losing your guy yeah. here. You know, and, and uh, credit first has to go to, to Matt Daniel, um, who was who was the head coach of our Marshall women. You know, and, and when we we made some staff when we uh, I promoted Carly Weisenbach um, from our women's S- basketball SID to our men. Um, we were also going through some. We were going. We were turning graduate assistant positions into full time. Um, before graduate assistants became two full time people, which was great, but it also meant going from four bodies to two. And so then kind of backfilling um, that women's basketball spot, we didn't really have an immediate answer there. And uh, I just remember going to Matt and saying, Matt, well, um, football's fo- – the fall's over, so I'm going to jump in with you in January. You know, and he was – and Matt's initial reaction was, well, he, you know, we don't drive – we don't fly everywhere. And I'm like, I can ride a bus. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know? that's fine. I mean, but, um, you know, so give credit for him for welcoming me to that bus – and then on all those trips, and you know, Tony Kemper, as he took the program, and as, as I think you know, um, when Tony took the reins, I was able to add some play-by-play duties on the road with um, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. As you're an alum here, I don't know if you've talked about that all those air, on these airwaves. Oh, we do. We yeah. uh, we do. I, I try to keep the professor happy at sure. all times. WMUL, you know, I've been able to do that for five years. Uh, again, it's it's road conference games and anything that comes up in the postseason, it comes out to about anywhere from nine to 10, 11 cracks at it a year. Uh, so I, I don't get too many reps, but I try and I've, I've really enjoyed, honestly, stepping on the other side of our business, right? And what broadcasters truly need to do the job. And you can be in this business for 20 years and think you know what the media truly needs, but then to step outside and actually be media and understand what, what people need to do the job, that's been one of the most invaluable things about the last five years was being able to do that with this program. And yes, getting to learn all of our student athletes and 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 basketball and be the way my year is laid out for the last seven years, you know, working with football primarily in the fall, jumping in with basketball for three months and then, you know, in the spring I'm able to kind of plug holes through the spring and, and um, you know, again, just so many the all the relationships with coaches and student athletes and staff members that we made here, like um, you know, through eleven years, that's a lot of people, you know. Um, but you've been a constant, Paul. I've you been have. Here. You've been here the whole way. I was here I, even when I was unemployed. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, you were like, okay, this is unemployed guy. What's he want? <laughs> Where do you work again? Uh, I'll be working here in six months, Jason. Don't you forget my credential. It's been it's been good, and, and I'm happy. Um, again, like I said, um, credit goes to you and everybody here at Kindred for you know having our having our people on in the morning, 
having our people on in the afternoon. Sometimes having our people on in the morning and the afternoon. I think we've probably done that a few times. Yeah, we have. Day, you know, so. Um, but again, uh, you guys have been a great partner throughout throughout uh, our time here, and I know the people in that building uh, in Shuey hope that it continues. We're going to take our first commercial break because I've got to pay the bills here. You sure. know what that is all about. Absolutely. We will continue here. Pulse One, your host. I've got Jason Courier. I've got Team Courier. Hashtag, Hashtag. Team Courier with us here in studio. This is Jason's uh, final day. Actually, uh, you'll start. Re- you're, you're leaving Huntington when? Tomorrow, Tomorrow afternoon. Okay, yeah. so this is truly. This is. You're out. Trivia question one day. What was Jason Coyer's last act as Marshall SID? Well, it was on The Drive with Paul Swan. Of course it was. Of yeah. course it was. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back. Paul Swan, your host. It is the Wednesday edition, The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Jason Courier is with me, the SID of Marshall University for, well, until the vacation time runs out. Then we can officially fill his position. Yeah. Uh, so officially, you're on vacation now until it all runs out. I think we, Paul, I think we need to break some news on this program. Oh, let's do that because yesterday we broke some news about the black turf. We did. Uh, we did. Well, the end zones, the turf being, you know, black in the end zones, yep. uh, which that was very popular on the Twitters. Yep. I think we need to break some news on this program, and I think your listeners need to know that there's been, a, I think the first member of the SID search committee was named at around 6.02 p.m. yesterday, was it not? Uh, I think that's when it came out, yes. I think it was. Folks, Paul Swan, by Christian Spears has named Paul Swan, I believe, member number one of the SID, the Marshall Sports Information Director uh, search process, search committee. And so, um, what what is what's your criteria for the search committee, Paul? Um, let's see. What did you do again? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, people are still asking now. Eleven right. years later. Like, can we get? Yeah, let's let's get some of that. Yeah. What did you do again? Okay, we want that. Um, look, I want color in the game notes. Okay, that's uh, yeah. that's the high criteria here. Like, look, you are versed to color in the game notes. You know, game notes. Game notes. Game notes. I mean, that, uh, that's kind of a battleground right now, Paul. i got to be honest with you. Like, at first it was, let's stop printing the game notes, right? Because right? we don't want to kill that many trees. Yeah, yeah. But there's a movement, Paul, that maybe maybe SIDs are spending too much time on the game notes themselves. What? Uh, you know. What? The business is evolving. And so, you know, that's on the table now for discussion. So, I, you know, I, again, I th- and, and Kim will attest, you know, for football, Sunday night. I knock it all out Sunday night so that it's ready to go first thing Monday morning. Like if my I get myself behind during the week if it's not done Sunday night. Like I I get some coffee, I put uh, Sunday night football on yeah. in the background and I just grind it out, you know. And so I've done that to make sure you, I'm not taking away office time doing that, but I think most people in the football world that's what they that's what their schedule is. It's Sunday night, Sunday, Sunday night. That's game notes day night. Um, You're not going to miss that, are you, though? And this no, new role? Tulane. Tulane's going to be the same schedule. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, no, it's all good. But, um, but again, let's not gloss over it. Search committee. I mean, maybe you'll be the chair. I don't know. That would be nice if I, I mean, was the chair. Um, I think Chuck McGill's probably going to be at the at the controls of that. Okay, but, so I he's mean, good. He maybe he's the chair. Maybe he will be. But right. I just, I mean, uh, I I got to tell you, like, I didn't meet with any 
media members on my interview process 11 years ago. So if we have any applicants out there, any candidates, just know that you'll be, you might be sitting across the desk from one Paul Swan. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Because um, what does a sports information director do in 2022? What's the job? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, when I got here, right, 11 years ago, it was some of the basics now, right? It was arranging the interviews. It was helping to manage the content on HerdZone.com. We're the spokespeople. Um, you know, we, we do all this. And we, we, like I said, arrange all those interviews, which is just, that's evolved with Zoom. And I think it's been better with Zoom. This very program has taken advantage of Zoom access. I love Zoom. Absolutely. I love Zoom access because you, know, you can do more mm-hmm. from afar. You can do more. Absolutely. And I, I'm sure that's going to draw back a little bit now that yeah. we're getting closer to I know in person again. We're going to use it at Tulane University. That's one thing I'm going to talk to them about. And is I think even even as as COVID has uh, hopefully gone into the rearview mirror, certainly at road games, post game for road games. Um, you know, over the summer, I think we'll we'll start to use that more because hey, when your student athletes are gone, you know, some in you know football's here quite a bit during the summer, but some of your other sports, the student athletes aren't aren't here all summer. So now we have the opportunity to really get them, you know, on on quote unquote camera or at least recorded for your purposes, um, whereas maybe that wasn't possible before. And so I think that's that's something that we've that we're going to look forward to. But that's that's where the that's where the job began. That kind of skill set. And now I think is is a strate- you know in terms of my title down there at Tulane is going to be strategic communications. If you're scoring along at home, the business went from sports information, okay, years and years ago, to media relations, to athletic communications, and now. A lot of places are referring to it as strategic communications. So that's kind of the chronology of, of the, the nomenclature of what we do, right? So um, that's going to be uh, my title down there, strategic communications. And so, you know, again, the business has evolved more to, you know, you, you have to be in Twitter. You have to be on top of your Twitter game. You know, Instagram was something that I didn't really do a whole lot with personally. And I've, I've as you know, you've seen it. You're there. Over the last couple of years. Um, I've ramped up the Instagram or the, or the Insta, right? What do they call it? Insta, IG, IG, right? IG, yes. You got Christian Palmer behind the glass here, right? They get it right. Well, actually, okay. he's a YouTuber. Okay, YouTuber. he's more of a YouTuber. I got you. Now, as you've noted, as you've noted before, I still have a long way to go on um, the TikTok. On TikTok, uh, I've not. Uh, we had. I mean, could your son help you with the TikTok? Uh, yeah, he, he's got more of a TikTok personality. I got to be honest with you. I don't really have the TikTok gear. Maybe I've got to get it. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to, uh, I got to start somewhere, right? You know, but people dance on TikToks, right? And there's singing on TikTok. I just, you know. You could lip sync. You could do that. I could. I could. Your I just, son can help you. And, I mean, look, you're, you've already done some TikTok-like videos on your Facebook page. For example, let's go back a, a couple of years sure. and talk about how many cheese balls were in the container. Oh, the cheese balls. Yeah, yes. that, was, that, was, that was one of the best. That was some of the best content out that, there. That I was, think. I mean, that's Insta right, right there. It, it definitely or TikTok content. Yeah, and, and um, for those people maybe who, who know what Paul's referring to. Right? Yes, we inside had, joke here. Inside, yeah we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll bring it out, right? We had, we had, a, we had a big bucket of cheese balls uh, you know I won't give the brand name necessarily but we had a big bucket of cheese balls that was unopened and so um, we asked our uh, Facebook followers Facebook friends that I had how many cheese balls are in this bucket we didn't know and so that was part one was everyone put their guests in part two was the re- big reveal of how many cheese balls are in there and um, 
That's when you know Gaff took Gaff took the reins there, and he gave an entire presentation of how many cheese balls. It was a and, huge presentation, and as as I believe I said on the video, in classic Poirier fashion, he took a ninety second video and made it a good three minutes and thirty seconds. But he gets that honest, you know. So um, it was a good time. It was a good time, and had a lot of fun. With and that. you told him also to wrap it up. He was losing. The yeah, he was. I mean, you right. know exactly. Like like people now, like you know, say, God, this guy's rambling on. Okay, but why don't you do that with Huff? Yeah. I, I mean, we can say what? that now. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. look, Coach, you're losing the audience. Let's wrap that comment up. <laughs> you're Charles, going two minutes. We need a 30-second soundbag. Morehouse needs 15. Swan can use 30. <laughs> you know, you think Grant's going to transcribe two minutes? Come on, Coach. Let's, let's get in and out with those comments. Charles, Charles has been great for our brand. Charles loves to talk to you guys, you know, and I told him. I've told him a couple of times on the way out, make sure he keeps that gear, right? You know, he's been a wonderful representative for our football program. It's been a short time with him for me, obviously, um, but he's um, he, he's been great to work with. He, he really has. He understands what you do. He appreciates what what everyone uh, in the on the media side, what they need, and uh, I, I can't thank him enough for that. So um, it's, it's something I, I wish him and his staff um, – the best moving forward. Certainly this year, uh, with the move to the Sun Belt, and you and Christian, you and Christian talked about it yesterday. Um, there's so much excitement within our athletic department about the move to the Sun Belt, and I think you know, we're talking about this football season. Yes, there's the Notre Dame game, right? Everyone's talking about that as they should. Huge game, huge game. Um, but also, there are three huge games in Joan C. Edwards Stadium this year. You know, with uh, Appalachian State. Coastal Carolina and Louisiana, you know, and those are going to be gigantic contests for in-conference play. Now, the unfortunate part of that is we have to go to those places next year. Right. We'll handle next year next year. Yeah, right? well, Marshall will. You'll, you'll be a Tulane. You don't have to worry about it. You're good. I think, I think there's a lot of excitement for this year. Certainly, um, I think the defense is going to be – the defense is going to be – one of the best in conference in the oh, get rid of conference USA in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, right? We have one, I believe. Marshall University has one of the the top running backs in the country, in Rasheen Ali. Uh, so the quarterback position, right? We'll see what we we'll see what we get there. You've got twelve of them, I think, right you know? now. Um, and then the offensive line, I, I think we've uh, we're we're working to fill some of those holes through the portal, right? Maybe we've seen that a, few, uh, a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. So uh, I think the pieces are coming together. I really do. And I think there's a lot there's a, there's a a lot of excitement for this season, and it's uh, it's well deserved. Going to take a quick timeout. Come back. We've got more coming up. It's the drive. Paul Swan, your host. I've got Jason Courier, the SID of Marshall University, for uh, a short time longer until the vacation time is all exhausted. And I've also got uh, Gaff, his son here, who is uh, surprisingly quiet. <laughs> We're going to change that when we continue here on this edition of the drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, We're having fun here today with Jason Courier, who is leaving Marshall to take a position at Tulane. So the entire family is in here with us. And, of course, that includes Gaff, who... Uh, just asked off the air, hey, um, can I talk more? So, Gaff, go ahead. What would you like to talk about here today? Uh, what are some of your maybe your favorite moments growing up around martial athletics? Well, I, I extremely like that I was here to be around for the things like 
the national championship soccer win, and I feel like there was one specific football game that it was it was a field goal by Justin Warwasser. It I was. Do, I do believe does not play current currently for the Marshall Thundering Herd anymore, but. Do you remember who that game was against? Western Kentucky University. Who, and which the name of that specific university has a little bit of a story slash joke behind it in the Coyer household. Okay. Is this a, is this a, a funny joke? I, I what, do you, what do you call Western Kentucky University? Let's hear this. Waku. Waku. What do you call Western Kentucky University? Waku. I think I was late to the party on that. Yeah. I think maybe when I got home one day, it was a lot of waku, waku, waku. And I'm like, I just had that. Who's waku? What's waku? Is that a problem? Should I know waku? And he's like, Dad, we're playing them. I guess so. We're playing waku. What are you talking about? But that game was amazing because if you remember, right, he made three straight, I believe it was 53-yard field goals. You know, they called timeout twice and got the last one to go through. Do you believe that's correct? Yep. So that was your favorite football moment. What? Oh, here's a better one. I can't wait to get the ranking on this. Who's your favorite coach? Who's the favorite of all the coaches? Who's your favorite? Is it Tony Kemper? Is it John Mercer? Is it Ari Agnes? I mean, is it Jeff Wagner? Is it Charles Huff right now? Who's your favorite coach of all time? Or who's your favorite coach? I mean, I I hate to pick favorites, but... But you're going to have to now. Yes. You're on the spot. Uh, I would have to say it would be Doc Holliday. Doc's your favorite. Because to hold a job, any job, for like 10, 11 years... Mm-hmm is quite the feat and I think he did very well as as the coach of the Thundering Herd. Did you get him to laugh at your jokes? Oh, all the time. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. And it did happen. I, I watched it happen. Kim watched it happen a few times. It, it, it happened. For those those listeners who you maybe can't envision that, envision that um, breaking news, Doc Holliday has a sense of humor. <laughs> What was remember the ship the ship joke S H I P the ship joke? I do remember that joke. Yep. So, well, go ahead and tell that one, right? What was the what was the the joke? You asked Coach Holiday. Um. Might help here. What's the best kind of ship? Oh. Here we go. What is the best kind of ship? I don't know. What is the best kind of ship? A championship. A championship. And then he said, "That's right. If you win a lot, if you win a championship, you'll have a lot of friends." You know. <laughs> that does. That's how it works. If you win a championship, you'll have a lot of friends. So that's your favorite coach. Your favorite moments in football. So I'm getting detecting a, te- a theme here. Football is is where it's at for you. Yes. But but what sport have we been playing? quite a bit of the last couple of years. Soccer seems to be my thing. You're wearing the 2020 National Champion Soccer shirt right now. 
uh, soccer camp. So you're, he's going to miss the ID camp. Yeah, that's 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 that that could impact his that. recruiting to Marshall <laughs> soccer. <laughs> We're going to check out the Louisiana soccer scene. You know, Tulane, Tulane does not have softball. Does not have either men's or women's soccer. Uh, we're going to check out the youth soccer scene in Louisiana and New Orleans to see what that's all about, you know? So, we'll see. I like how he's raising his yeah, hand. Yeah, raise it. Go ahead. Yeah, go yes, ahead. Sir. Yeah. Speaking of sports, I would also like to check out the esports. Esports. You know, Paul, that's that's a thing now. Right? And, and that's going to happen in Marshall, right? And, well, so, I, we actually, in kind of the last two or three months here, um, we've checked out the esports scene, and you know more and more schools now are bringing esports into their into their fold. You know, officially as part of like a, you know the, the NCAA does not have like an official competition yet, but it would not be a stretch at all, right, for there to be an official you know championship one day. You know where it's televised, certainly for esports. The Fortnite Championship absolutely belongs to Marshall University. Yeah. Uh, actually. That's already been done. There have been esports championships that have been televised. Right. Uh, I'm just talking about like the NCA, like where, oh, where one okay. day Marshall, Marshall's official, Marshall's 17th uh, sport, right? The Thundering Herd's 17th right. sport becomes the esports team. Yeah. And they're off competing at NCA national. That's what that's what I'm talking about. I would be happy if we somehow move, maybe move back for some reason. I would happily join that team if I what, could. What about Tulane? What if what if Tulane does that? You you join it there? They're gonna have to fight over me. Okay, there more you breaking go. more breaking news. Breaking on the, news, on the drive. right? So yeah. um, his early his early picks are Marshall and Tulane for his recruitment, <laughs> um, and he'll be able to take his first official visit here in a few years. There you go. There you go. Jason Corrier is with me, Marshall Sports Information Director. The family's here as well because, well, it's a package. You know, we're losing three, not just one, three great people. We're going to wrap it up when we continue with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment on today's edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our producer this afternoon, Christian Palmer, who is a little giddy with excitement. He's wearing his Pittsburgh Pirates gear because the Pirates won. Congratulations, Christian. They won a series. Congratulations. Um, You know, he's not allowed to wear Pittsburgh Penguins gear anymore. He came in here first day trying to, you know, wear all the things that would tick me off. Steelers gear, Penguins gear, all of that. Just, just just to irk me so um he's no longer allowed to wear penguins gear and he knows why win a series and then then against my team and we'll talk we found out your son by the way is a rangers fan so it's great parenting by your wife i appreciate that you know we 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 can't get them all right right exactly i mean um but yeah i'll be honest with you i have not had a chance to watch too much nhl this year uh, the first hurricanes game i got to watch may or may not have been in the playoffs this year but hey what better time to jump on board? Right. You know? Yeah, and on vacation. You're, are you sure? Yeah, right. as your wife does all the preparing for Abs- you to move, you absolutely. can sit back and yeah, I've got to take care of the important stuff. You right. Know, making sure we get a do a rescue to world title, you know, down down the stretch there. So yeah, no, it's been it's been good to catch up with that, certainly. Um, you know, two two again, hurricanes. Right. Rangers, I believe that series is going back to going to Carolina. Back to 
North Carolina, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Game 5 tomorrow right here, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Oh, the game airs right here? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, game. there's a couple games every week that air um, okay. on national radio. Sure. The Pirates so happen to be off tomorrow, So okay. and we're going to carry that game. Love it. Yeah, Love so it. we've got that, and I'll be thinking of you, and I'll be thinking of your wife. As uh, you know, it's 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 going to be sad to not have a uh, a Rangers fan in in town. It's just going to be me, Cornwell, and maybe probably a couple other people now. <laughs> I think they're out there. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I think maybe the sometimes the impression that people have is there maybe aren't that many New Yorkers in the yeah. tri-state area. I'm not sure that's true. So I'm doing well with the New Yorkers right I now. Think yeah, so. them, yeah, I'm big here. Uh, yes, Gaff. Gaff, I love him. Uh, another another hand raise. I mean, maybe I can get the you know Spears to raise his hand when he's yeah. got something to say when he's in here. Sure. I just want to say that, as my dad said, due to his lack of NHL, I think he got it wrong because I believe the Rangers are going to win that series. If I do say so myself. Ooh. Could. Okay. All right. If if, uh, if it goes down like it did last night, that's a factual statement. All right. There you go. Um, I like this. I like this. So um, you're leaving town tomorrow. Uh, is it um, is it permanent leaving, or are you be coming back and forth between the next uh, you, bit? You know, so uh, if for me, it's going to be permanent leaving, right? We're going to go to the beach. We're going to squeeze in some beach time. Uh, North Myrtle, but that's the, that's the state beach of West Virginia. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Myrtle, um, North Myrtle, that right. area. Um, so we're going to do that for about a week, and then we're going to drive down from North Myrtle to New Orleans on Thursday, June 2nd. That's going to be a long day in the car, but um, going through the part of the country that, you know, don't always get through. So, and then a big HR day on Friday the 3rd for me, and then uh, they're going to be looking at places down there for us to live. You know, we, we did not get a chance to get down there and look at places beforehand, so uh, we're going to do that uh, that weekend. And then the two of them are going to come back um, you know, a little bit in the middle of next week and um, start trying, start getting the move together. Um, Kim's done a great job but again you know for anybody who doesn't doesn't know this in athletics and like we were, we were pretty intimately with football right in athletics the job that you know significant others do right in in what we do whether it's football basketball anything but especially in football right um, the, the wives and the girlfriends and significant others like they are such a tremendous part of the backbone of the operation and that has been anybody who's known me you know i've i've, I've been upfront about that the whole time I've, I've my wife kim coyer i've referred to as my director of life operations because she is in so many ways and, and keeps us going keeps us organized and uh, anyway that's what she'll be doing the two of them will be coming back here to get all those ducks in a row and then um, they might head up to new york to see uh, her parents for maybe a week and so they may not actually be down to New Orleans, so maybe the third or fourth week of June. So, but anyway, but that, that's and that's fine too, because that I can tell you firsthand those first couple of weeks on the job. As Christians talked about that, about that too here with you, is you know until your family's down there, you're taking full advantage of grinding 15, 16 yeah, hour days. What else do you have to do? Yeah, and so um, to be able to do that in June or chance at a time when it's pretty quiet typically in a college athletics one thing i have to do do down there is to just go meet a lot of people i have to go meet the paul swan down there in new orleans you know and see who that is yeah and I, i've got to talk to that guy you know just exactly like, like look this is what you need to do this is how you treat mr Corey. right and so like you, you're you've got to meet everybody in that market and find out who the movers and shakers right yeah are. you got you got to meet the keith morehouse of, of tulane athletics 
you've got to meet the Mark Martin of yep. Tulane Athletics. Absolutely. And the bowl helped with it. Don't, don't get me wrong. The bowl helped with that yeah. last year. Um, but still, you, you know, you're only meeting a fraction of those people. You know, So that's that's probably going to be my first, uh, say, 20, 25 days down there is just meeting as many staff members as I can. And vacation's a big factor in that, too. You're not going to meet everybody because June and July, that's when that happens. Yeah, people are taking off. But certainly but the, the media in that market and everybody there, the staff. And so that's going to be really what I do It's just – you know, I don't know how much time I'll be in the office because I might be driving around meeting as many people as I can. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Just Corey with me. He's got the family in the studio as well. This will be your final time on the show. Maybe. An- until, maybe not. Until, yeah. until the next time. Sure. Until absolutely. the next time. Uh, it's going to be bittersweet because you, you work with someone for so long and you become friends with them and – you're a genuine human being. Your whole family is. You know, you're not yeah. just someone who does this as a job, mm-hmm. and you turn off the office light and you're done. And you know, you're done with everybody with the rest of the day. And you're just, you know, whatever happens happens. You know, I'll be back in the office tomorrow. Yep. Uh, you know, you've been here a long time. Been a part of the community. Been a part of a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. You've been with us, uh, all of us personally, with our ups and downs as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's very bittersweet, but at the same time, it's exciting because. You know, you're going to get to start a new journey being in a great city, great university, and uh, hopefully uh, bigger and better things are coming. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it is yeah, sad because there have been a lot of people who have come and gone. Sure. But you've been here so long and been such an important part of this community. I don't yep. think people realize how much you integrated and became you know, not just, hey, I'm here to do the job, great. Yep. You know, no, you're part of the community, family. And it's just, uh, it's very hard to say goodbye, but, you know, really, is it goodbye or is it just, we'll see you uh, I think, soon? I think we'll see, it, we'll see it soon, I think. Yeah. And, I, and you're exactly right. Like, that's, I th- I'm one thing I'm proud about, and I said this, you know, a couple of times over the last week, you know, the reaction, the outpouring that, of support that we've gotten since that news came out. And, again, it made me so happy to see so many people talk about family and our family, Gaff, Kim, and everybody that they've, and all three of us, like, that's how we do it. And that's what I told Tulane. I was like, you're getting me officially, but you're getting all three of us. And they'll see, they, it may, they may not see that until we get to the fall. Right. But, like, that's, that's how you have to do it in college athletics. And I think, you know, you look at, at this role, the sports information director. I was able to put in 11 years here. Randy Burnside, my predecessor, he was here, I think, maybe 15 years in that role. He was a GA before that. So to have two people – Come close to 30 years, yeah. you know, at the mid-major level, you're not going to see that. You don't see that too much, you know, no. at the, it, in the support staff level where there's so much of a grind. and But it's been so, so rewarding. And and I will – this this area has changed my life. You know, I became a father here. Like, and I met so many great people. And, you know, I will – this is an area that, that – and a part of my life that I'll look back on with so many fond memories. Honestly, you're just training to become the new. Uh, you're, you're taking over after Christian Spears, right? Is it the? Is, I, that the tra- is it basically that the path? The path to come back. I, I don't. Was, I don't know. Spears That's, is done. The, it's, it's you. the athletic director game is a whole different ball game, certainly than 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 what I'm doing. You know, and and I'm right now. My focus is trying to be the best at, at what I can for Tulane University, and trying to grow um, my skill set to match an evolving. Um, landscape that is uh, communications in the athletics sphere. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, because we're going to have to go into the portal now to find your replacement. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, Again. Yeah, and this is big news. I'm going to have to text Kemper later because I told him he should be on the search committee, but it said I got appointed to the search committee. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Breaking news again for those who may have just have tuned in. Paul Swan was the first member named to the search committee. Perhaps second after Chuck McGill, possibly. Well, he he's he's head of it. He's the yeah. head of it. Yeah, but but well, search, we, yeah, he's a czar. Again, Paul Swan, part of the Sports Information Director Search Committee at Marshall University. I can't wait to be sitting at the round table here, you know, up elevated, just asking questions, yielding my time to sure. Mr. McGill. I can't wait. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, yeah, you know, I'll, that's going to be fun. It is. Yeah, just, it is. just a grill. And, and, and again, I, I know people are hearing this and they're like, you know, come on, guys, get over yourselves. But no, again, no, no. But again, and I cannot tell you how important that feedback is for anybody hearing this how important that feedback is from media members to know what what exactly we're what exactly we're, we're we're trying to do and getting accomplished and there's no better people to speak to that than the media themselves that's all we have time for um come back soon next time you're in huntington come Absolutely. back soon open door always uh hopefully gaff will be uh we'll be talking about your imp yeah, your impending recruitment for uh chris grassy's team <laughs> looking forward to that uh for jason for his wife kim keeping everybody in order for Gaff and for our producer, Christian Palmer. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.